Strap Daddy. Strap Daddy. This is the MMA Takes Podcast. With your host, Brian Petrie. We got some pickums, boys. Yes, sir. Uh, we're missing one. Le- Devin Tejada, known as many names, Chubb Tejada, Chalk Tejada, uh, now Lake Tejada. Um, yeah. This guy got off work early, and for some reason he can't make the 9 o'clock commit time, but we're here. We're live. We're, we're, we're full go. Um, I maybe won't pick fights without him. I did tell him that if he was late, I was going to pick the fights for every minute that he's late. But we got 15 fucking fights right now. Yes, sir. If any fight drops off, please let it be Amanda Lemos, Livia Souza. And if not that, maybe, maybe the Kai Car France fight is the only other fight that's like, eh, to me. Other than that, I need a full stack card here. 15 fights. No, no one. If the MMA gods take Petrion versus Aljamain Sterling, which in my uh-huh. opinion is the best fight in the card, if they take that fight from us, I don't know what I'm going to do. You know what I mean? I'm, uh, that's gonna be devastating to me. Devastating. But we got the champ here, Timbo. He's live in action, defending his belt. It's been a while. When's the last time? Do you even remember the last time you've defended I this think, year? I don't right? I think it's been this year. No, this year. no, 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 no. I know it's been this year. Let me let me revert fur to the paper. Yeah, because y'all me, see the strap. I'm not gonna keep it displayed the whole time, strap, but I'll bring it up when I'm. Yeah. So you <clears throat> you did the January twentieth uh, card. You did the uh, the Kiesa Neil Magni fight. <clears throat> you won that one. Oh, okay. Yeah, that so was that, a daytime card. Right, that was a daytime card. Yeah, that's the only one you did. So you've only only defended it once this year. That's not your fault. That's my fault. Yeah. Got to get got to get the champ on more because uh, I mean he shows up. I mean the other guy's not showing up. You know what I mean? <laughs> the guy's not we, showing we up. Pull out. We we making weight, baby. Uh, we're making weight right now. Again, he texts something. Let's see. Most people have. Oh nope. Never mind. That was a conversation we had about herpes um, a second ago. That doesn't need Fun to be repeated. Times in the group chat. That doesn't need to be repeated. I got a new cup today. Uh, my Gus's chicken was uh, failing me, so this is from Disney World. This cost me $11 for a soda. Free refills? Um, No. Yeah. Well, maybe. I think free refills in my hotel. Matt Helberg, this guy, staple the show. Made it back. Work has been crazy lately. Thank you for coming back, Matt. Matt's here on time. Where the fuck's Tahada at? Huh? Chalky Tahada. I might not let him pick fucking Islam Makachev as a lock. He's going to get punished. He doesn't get his 360 <laughs> lock and act like he's the best an- analyst, this fucking guy. Oh, I'm going to give him. It's nine or three, so he's three minutes late. Guys, I'm having trouble with my right with my camera. Yeah, I'm gonna give them to nine oh seven because I feel like if you're five minutes late, generous. Yeah, if you're five minutes late, then that ah, here he is, here he is, just talking about him. Whoa, 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 late guy, up. huh? God damn it, late guy. That's your background noise right now. I got my fucking window open. We're we're live right now, Dev, and we do not hear background noise. I'm glad that you're joining us. Uh, you need to get a ring light like Timbo does because you're very. You're, everyone wants to see your handsome face. You're very dark right now. There he is, flexing <laughs> it up. Little fucking Nate Diaz, Nick Diaz flex. All right, so we're jumping in. We got 15 fights, Dev. I was just telling Tim, we're gonna. There's a lot of great fights on here. It's a little late on the East Coast for us East Coast boys. 
We're going to kind of just skim through the Mandalimos-Soza fight. Let's not go long on that one, okay? Can we let's, just skip it? We can just skip it. Let's just give our picks and move on, okay? So first fight of the night, <laughs> and I got something here, a little, a little, I've been, uh, I've been tinkering. First fight of the night, Trevin Jones, plus 190 ah, versus yes. Mario Batista, minus 240. I love this fight. Timbo, you're the champ. Do you want to pick cool. first, or who do you want to tell the pick first? Oh, uh, hey. Late boy. Hey, hey. Let's get it. Let's get it. Late guy. Show me what you got, bub. I'm not taking the dog here. Trevin Jones had a big comeback win last time. He was a big dog. He got hurt, came back, won by knockout. I don't think that's happening against Bautista. Um, Give me Bautista. Bautista. I like how you pronounce the name because that's how you pronounce it. Um, I'm going to keep this short and sweet. I really like Mario Bautista. I think he is very good. I think his only loss, (laughs) I don't think, his only loss to Corinne Sandhagen, a fight that he's looking good in. Uh, savage guy Trevor Jones was getting pieced up in his debut. Got lucky, caught Teamer Valley with a with a lucky shot. Um, I kind of have a system I play. I'll maybe one day explain the system. But a guy who's twelve and six, half his fights or half his wins are also losses. I don't like that. That's a guy I avoid. I see why he's plus one ninety. I'm going Mario Batista. I like him big. I like him beautiful. And uh, Timbo, who you like, babe? Champ. I'm jumping on. I'm jumping on the uh, the favorite train as well. Okay. Okay. Um, I do Smart have a question. That, yeah. That, the Trevin Jones' last fight, why was that ruled a no contest? He Because he took the fight in short notice, and I think he tested positive for something. I want to say weed, something bullshit. It wasn't steroids because he, he hasn't been out a year. Um, yeah, it's, it's the same thing. These guys, t- you know, these guys smoke a little weed, like no big deal. They take a fight in short notice because it's the fucking call-up to the show. And, you know, then they get popped with this shit. I think it's bullshit that, that that's so even a rule. Yeah. Well, that's done now, right? That That's... That, that rule it's is done now. But I think it's now, that? but that was that was predated, and I still think there's. I think it's done only in Nevada, but I also think there's like thresholds or something. I don't really fully know, yeah. but there's something no, like your levels can't that. be whatever. But regardless, it's complete bullshit. Kevin Kroom, who fought last weekend, he took the fight on like a day's notice, popped with a little bit of weed in the system. Like that won him the fight, and they took the fight away from him. So do they? Does everybody get their win back after getting fucked over? He over well. All these years? So he had to give he had to give his bonus back. I don't know if he had to give his win bonus back, but he won like submission of the night, performance of the night. So he had to give that back. But we're all on Bautista here. I think that's a smart play here uh, by all of us, all of us sharps. Next up, Urso Medic, who is minus one seventy seven favorite versus Elon Cruz, plus one forty four. Um, let's go. Let's go. Me on this one, right? I don't have anything marked down here. This is actually a tougher fight. For me as well, because back to my system play, I don't like to play guys from Alaska. I think guys from Alaska are weak. I think they're tough, but I don't think they're skilled. Uh, Urso Medic is Serbia from Serbia, but trains in Alaska. Looked really good in the contender series. Big, big kid. Elon Cruz looked really good in the contender series, too. Got knocked out by Spike Carlisle. So people are shitting on this kid. I think he's explosive. I think he has something. Um, could have a chin problem. Urso Medic is a big guy. Uh, big knockout puncher. Looks like he's you know he's six one at one fifty five. He's, he's a big dude. However, um, I just can't back a dude from Alaska. That's my system play. I'm going Elon Cruz. I'm going underdog here plus one forty four. Um, I think he has better striking. I think he's a little undersized here. Hopefully, since we don't know a lot about these guys, at least I don't. I did do sta- uh, tape study, but you can't really tell when they're fighting guys one and two in the backyard of fucking Alaska or the backyard of Tampa like Elon Cruz did. Um, I'm going to go Elon Cruz is, is the better skilled fighter here, but medic is, is a big dude that a lot of people like. That's why he's the favorite here, but give me the dog, baby. Be a dog. 
You jump on it. Jump on the bone, boys. Who wants it? Um, I'll take it. I'm going Medich all day. I think Elon Cruz is chinny. I've seen him get hurt in multiple fights. He Euros Medich has all of his wins by finish. He's got triangle finishes. He's got key t- t- oh my god TKOs. He got he has all different types of finishes. Head kicks finishes by strikes. I think Elon Cruz is hittable. I think Medich is super fucking confident. He looked amazing on the contender series. I think he's going to come out here and put some hands on Elon Cruz. I. Don't like the spark, the Spike Carlisle loss even more now after watching multiple Spike fights. Well, he's done. He's not even the OC anymore. Yeah. yeah. Oh, they cut him. That's right. Yeah, he got he's, cut. He's, he's got the axe. So I, you know, it. But you're also correct. Like these guys have also fought essentially nobody. Yeah. Um, Elon Cruz has already had that loss. He's eight and three. Medich is six and zero. Oh. So they're they're both you know they're both super green. Um, I think this is. I think this could be a potential coming out party for Medich, though. It's UFC career, UFC debut in his career. Got it, Timbo. What do you like here, Bob? Yeah, I'm a ride Medich there as well. Um, until proven otherwise, man. He, he's he's finished all of his fights. He's six and zero. I mean, until he shows me something different, um, you know, I, I don't see why he doesn't get the finish in this fight. You know, Elon Cruz. You know, Spike Carlisle has never been. You know, much of that much of a finisher. He has power in his hands, no doubt. Right. Um, but I mean, there's you know, he was cut for a reason. Yeah. And uh, yeah, the Spark Carlisle fight crappy guy. is 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 ugly. And uh Elon Cruz had that sick, beautiful knee knockout on the contender series. I'm hoping he shows some flashes again. Again, Devin says he's chinny. I hope he's not chinny. If he's chinny, it's gonna be a problem. We'll see though. It should be a good fight. That's a that's a banger for a second fight of the night. Medic's Definitely. got a lot of hype around him. Like he he shined the contender series. He's one of the few Guys, this past uh, contender series that really shined. Uh, yep, so that's a that's a that's a banger of a fight. All it right, is. so let's keep uh, keep on the same path here. Liviana Souza plus one ninety versus Amanda Lemos minus two forty. I'm gonna go. Uh, I'm gonna go. Um, I'm a, b- 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 Souza here. I don't even have a pick. I'm just gonna go Souza because fuck it. Why not? She's underdog. Give me Souza. No analysts. I don't give a fuck about this fight. Fuck this fight. Do you want me to break it down, or do you want me to just no? Give, you give me pick? your pick. Give me your pick. We're steaming. I'll take the fucking dog too. All Run right. it. There you go, <laughs> Timbo. Where are you going, babe? Uh, champ, champ. champ. I'll take. Uh, I'll take the favorite. I'll take Lamos. Okay. There you go. Boom. Fight's over. Done. All right. Let's go to a real fight now. Which one's the swole Amanda Amanda Nunez? I do want to know that. Um. So Liviana Souza, I guess, kind of oh, looks Sousa. like Amanda. Souza is the. Is the she the, looks like the Amanda Nunez. Yeah. Uh, Nunez. I mean, she's smaller yeah. than Nona, Nunez. I don't, know keep yeah. saying, I don't know why I keep saying fucking Nun- Nunez. Amanda Lemos. Nah, she doesn't look like Amanda Nunez. Yeah, it's. Don't it's so. I don't think Lamos Sousa? does. I think Sosa would be the Sousa one. Sosa does, yeah. Yeah. Sousa. I wanted to take her, but now I'm just going to go against you. Just go opposite. Why not? So, Fuck it. All right. Yeah. Next up, Kai Carr, France, minus 136 versus Rogerero Bontorin, who's well, a plus 110. This fight has got a lot of cappers split. I'm gonna go with the champ on this one, champ. Who do you like, babe? Um, if we're being honest, I don't know too much about uh, Kaikara France's opponent. Was it Rogerio Rogerio Montoron? I can tell you about him if you want to know. Yeah, let's hear. He's he's got a lucky win over fucking Paiva that he was getting destroyed, and Paiva got a cut. That's the only thing you need to know about him. And he's one-dimensional. He's going to fucking want to wrestle fuck you. That's it. All right. Well, you don't have to tell me much more. I'm going with Kai Carl France. Ah. I've been impressed with him. He's He's got a tough loss against Moreno. And then, you know, he's also got a, a tough – the Moreno decision, um, that was a good fight. You know, I, I thought that was a good back-and-forth fight. Um, and then he ran into Roy Vell, who's, you know, obviously just fought 
basically a number one contenders fight. Um, Timbo too busy winning NBA bets. Hey, you ain't wrong. Bet the best right, three. Yeah, bet the best three on but, Twitter. That's our boy but, uh, Christian right there. He's a little too scared to get on the mic tonight. A little too scared. <laughs> <laughs> um, but Kai Carr French, you know, he, he's got the striking mm-hmm. necessary, I think, to uh, to good take down defense as well. Good take down defense as well. Devin, since you seem to know fucking yeah. everything, bro, tell me what you think about this fight, bro. Um, I'm going to go with Bontre, and he's going to club him. And he's going to hurt him. Kaikara France is too hittable. He's too willing to exchange. He doesn't have big power. Bontrain's tough as shit. Bontrain hurt Paiva, and he he's he could take a lot of fucking damage, took a shit ton of damage in that Paiva fight. Shit um, ton. He did. Um, Bontrain is a super, super strong dude. He lives and owns a fucking farm in Brazil. He literally does what he does, um, and I, I just think he's going to club Kaikara France and take him down and stay on top of him for two or three rounds. There he is two or three, two or three rounds. There he is. Um, <clears throat> I'm going Kai Car France here. Uh, listen, Kai Car France isn't my favorite guy in city kickboxing. I think that gym's hot. I think he's 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 talented. Doesn't have much power. Good cardio. Really hard to take down. Bontrain's gonna have a hard time taking him down. He's got wing punches. He might club him. He might get him. But Kai Car France is just too high and tight. Uh, if you look at the uh, Bontrain's last fight against Ray Borg, Ray Borg. I don't think is as good as uh, Kai Car France on the feet, and um, he, he Kai Car France has better footwork, cuts better angles. Ray Borg's more of a grappler, and 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 he pieced up Bontran. Bontran had nothing to, uh, nothing to do. A little bit successful in the leg kicks, but I think Kai Car France is too skilled for that, and I really don't think he's gonna be able to get Kyra down. And if he does, he's not gonna be able to hold him down unless he hurts him. He could rock him, take him down, maybe submit him. Um, Kai Car France is again, I think, a little overrated. He seems to be the favorite in like every fucking fight, and it seems like he doesn't win. But I, I just really don't like Bontrain's game. I, I think he got lucky in the Paiva fight, and uh, he just hasn't impressed me coming from the Contender Series. So I'm, I'm going to go Kai Carl France as well. I'm going to back Timbo, and let's keep it moving, baby. This is this is, this is is what I like right here, man. We're, we're, we're cruising along. This is a fight I'm looking forward to. Sean Brady minus 215 versus Jake Matthews plus 170. Devin, who do you like here in this fight? Break it down for me, pal. Sean Brady all fucking day. All day. All says. day. He's going to run days. through Jake Matthews. Jake Matthews stinks. stinks. Jake Matthews' best win is fucking Diego Sanchez. Like, Jake, Sean Brady comes <laughs> from a great camp. He's, Hall of Famer. He's, yeah, he fucking, he, yeah. He's a What's Hall Sean of Brady's now. best win? <clears throat> he doesn't have a lot of great wins, but he has, he's got a really, really great skill set. He's a really, really good grappler. Paul Felder says he's got the hardest guillotine he's ever felt, ever. And I just think he comes from a great camp. I think he's, he possesses a really, really good skill set. He's a good fucking grappler. I think he's going to take Jake Matthews down, and he's going to fucking strangle him. Yeah, this is uh, this is this is a little little funny story. My boy Chris Curtis and Sean Brady, before they were signed to anything, would fucking talk shit to each other like nobody's business. They were supposed to fight in Philly, where Sean Brady's from. Chris signed it. Something happened with Sean Brady, pulled out, and then he got signed to the OC, so it never happened. So I have a dislike for Sean Brady, and I see the guy fight because, you know, I, I have loyalty to Chris. The guy's legit. The guy's a good grappler. You know, the Court McGee fight, which I think was probably a signature when even Court McGee's washed. That's probably his name win. Um, Court McGee's a tough motherfucker to look good against, and uh, he kind of looked good against him. He kind of faded in that third round, but other than that, he really maintained a good cardio. He's pretty jacked up. He, you know, he, he's, a, he's a thicker guy. Paul Felder obviously trains with him, has spoken highly about his guillotine and everything. Jake Matthews is a guy coming from Australia who was supposed to be the fucking dude, right? He was supposed to be the guy from Australia, and he just never was. 
Um, and he's not going to be. I think he's only getting older, only getting worse. And uh, I'm going to go Sean Brady here. I love this play for Sean Brady. It's a good matchup. Not a huge name, but I think if Sean gets him out of there, which I'll be talking about tomorrow night on the prop show, I think Sean can get him out of there. And if he gets him out of there, then you got to go top 15. you got to give him a name because this kid is he doesn't have many fights yet, but he's he's a talented dude. So I'm going to go uh, Sean Brady as well. Timbo, champ. Go ahead, He's do it. Do do your fucking do your champ shit right here. Go Let's go dog. Some champ shit because I got a lot of questions here. Um, you know, you, you talk about Jake Matthews is only getting older. He's twenty six. He's yeah, he but he's not. He's not twenty three anymore, bro. He's been fighting professionally since he was like seventeen, though. Okay, well, he's been signed for the. He's been signed for a minute. That's subjective. Secondly, there was a podcast not too long ago where I was giving somebody shit. I was I was giving some fighter shit. About who he's beaten. Yeah. And I named the leech. And okay. you two about had a stroke over the fact that I was disrespecting the leech. Yeah. Jake Matthews hasn't went over the leech. Okay. Not too long ago. Yeah. Do you know the leech had fucking double COVID when <laughs> I'm just getting fucking. That was racist <laughs> for me to say because he's Chinese. No. Oh, damn. Well, uh, no. Pick I mean, Jake Matthews. Just take him. I'm take, taking him. He's you're taking him? Okay. Okay. <laughs> Listen, yeah. there's there's worse plays on the card than taking Jake Matthews. Not a guy I was looking at, but you get plus one seventy on your money. That's not terrible. I've just I mean, never been. I just someone that Sean Brady's beating. I don't. I don't know anybody that he's beating. It's I know, true. I know two dudes that Jake. You know. Matthews you know. A lot of people said the same thing about Khabib when he came in. Like, who the fuck's this guy beating? Well, he's gonna start beating people. That's what I'm saying. You finish Jake Matthews, you get top fifteen. You start getting some fucking names on that resume. Christian says, is Brady uh, trained with the Dawkins boys? If so, Hammer. Um, he might. I mean, uh, Philly, uh, I mean, it's a big city, but I got to imagine it's only probably like two gyms. It's more of a boxing town. Uh, mm-hmm. Shout out Bernard Hopkins than MMA. But I got to imagine they all train together. Um, whatever gym that is. I actually don't even know what the gym is in, in Philly there. It's probably like the fucking cheesesteak MMA gym. <laughs> Shout out Philly. Next up, Carlos Ulberg. Guys, pretty good looking, boys. Minus 250 versus Kennedy and Chukwu. Plus 200. Listen, this is easy for me. I think this is a perfect setup fight for Carlos Sonberg. The guy's only 3-0. UFC is trying to push you. Say he's 5-0. He's only 3-0. Former rugby star. Athletic. Kickboxing pretty good. Huge question mark on the ground. I feel like the best thing that's happened to him is he's training with Izzy in a camp. They're both in camp together, so he gets to see what the champ works like. Um, and I think that's the best thing for him for being a young fighter. He's getting Kennedy who's underwhelmed off the uh, contender series as well. It's good stylistically matchup for him. They're both tall guys. They're both pretty big two fivers. They both could have stand in there and kickbox. Um, I can see why some people like Kennedy at plus 200 has the experience does have power. Umberg is kind of a question mark. I think people were wrapped up in the fact that he trains with Izzy. He's this good looking guy. He turned down the fucking bachelor in Australia or whatever the fuck former rugby yeah. star. So is that real? Yeah. Yeah. New so, Zealand. Yeah. Yeah. He turned it down. He's like, nah, I get enough pussy. I don't need that shit. Um, <laughs> so he's, he's got a little bit of a, like, you know, like this star on him. That's why he's so favored here. If he wasn't Izzy's guy, if he wasn't from the contender series, if he was like, um, Robert Whitaker's boy who fought Phil Hall's, like he wouldn't be this high, but with that being said, I think this is just a perfect force-fed matchup for him with Kennedy. I just I don't think Kennedy's great. And my system that I keep talking about, one of them is is I, I fade Fortis MMA. Everyone talks about this great Fortis MMA. I've even felt victim of it too. They fucking got nobody. Okay, everyone they fight loses. So 
I'm, I'm not buying into that. I'm going Carlos Oberg here. Uh, as far as a betting standpoint, I'm voiding this fight at all costs. There's too many unquestioned marks around this. That's way too high to lay a number. He's going to ruin a parlay if, you, if you're that confident, if you're that hungry. Even if you have a bankroll, even if you're grasping at straws, I'd avoid this fight at all costs. Uh, Timbo, who do you like, bud? I think the writing's on the wall with this one. Um, you know, this is Izzy's card. Izzy's calling the shots. Izzy got his boy on here. He got a hand-picked opponent. He's minus 250 for a reason. Uh, I'll go with Oberg as well. There you go. Deb, you going to actually nut up and put, take some fucking uh, dogs here, bub? Dogs barking already, on your side? I already picked one. I know. You're going to pick another one, dude. Uh, it's, this is tough because, like, <laughs> Oberg has, has fought nobody. No, and he's not a he's not a big dude for two hundred five. Like he's pretty probably going to be at one eighty five. He's pretty good size. Um, Kennedy is going to be bigger than him. Kenny Kennedy's a big two hundred five. He's really tall, really long. Um, Carlos Ormberg is six four, bro. That's how big f- is this dude? Kennedy's Kennedy's probably six four too. Kennedy's six five, one inch taller. I don't. He he doesn't look six four on the contender. Old, Oldberg is 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 a, is a thick. He's not. He's 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 kind of. He's not thick, but he's he's a big boy. I'd be surprised. The only one eighty five I knew at six four was fucking Anthony Smith. Like six four is a pretty good height. Anyway, go ahead. Keep breaking it down. What are you um, what are you saying? I just it's tough because I don't think Kennedy's good. <clears throat> I think he rode the African UFC hype wave where they're trying to sign people from you know. Now they want African stars, so they're trying to sign dudes from Africa. He came up the contender series. He looked great there, but he's just been really underwhelming in the UFC. Um, I don't like the line, though, based on Ulberg's, you know, professional MMA time. I know he's got a kickboxing background. He trains out of a great camp. He has one of the best training partners that you could have. Um, not only are they training partners, they're friends. So he sees how the champ lives. He knows what it's like. You know, he sees it firsthand. Um, I they're going to strike and you've got to be at least somewhat competent to be a main training partner. Israel Adesanya. I don't like Israel. A lot, Adesanya, a lot of compliments coming from me from Israel. Adesanya. But I, res- yeah. Damn, but I, res- I mean, obviously you have to respect, you have to respect it. Like, you know, he's, he, I might not Goat. like his personality, but he's a, he's a good fighter. Like it is great, it is. great fighter. Um, good. He's not great yet. He's <laughs> great. Um, I, I have to go with I have to go with Wilbert, though. There I just is. I there it is. We're gonna he's gonna come out and if he gets like fucking flatlined or something, um, it's just gonna be like I well, guarantee Devin. you everyone that's See, watching that. or listening to this was like, Oh Devin, dude. The the the, the one guy that tails all your picks is like fucking give me an underdog. I want Kennedy. I need the money. <laughs> and you're stringing him along and then I'm going Olberg. You're a tease, dude. That's what you are. By the you're way, fucking tease. That's what I do. Underdog doesn't count. That doesn't count as an underdog. The Sosa one? He's yeah, just like, ah, give me that one. Yeah, bro. I got two. I got two, actually. Which one? Bontarine and her. Oh, uh, yeah, 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 yeah. Okay, 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 okay. My bad, my bad, my bad. He's right. He's got Bontarine. He got Bontarine. That one counts. Ah, you're right. Yeah, he's got Bontarine. Okay. All right, all right. So, we're, we're Tim, did you pick this fight? You picked Allberg, right? Okay, so we're moving yeah. on. Next up, Tim Elliott, plus 103 versus Jordan Espinosa, minus 125. Uh, let's go, Dev. Dev, who do you like here, bud? This is this is the underdog darling. Everyone loves this fight as Tim Elliott underdog. I've been seeing a ton of guys I respect who hit a lot of good props. Love Tim Elliott at a prop of a submission as well because Espinosa has been submitted quite a bit. So take that information with you, Will Dev. You're on. Yeah, I just I don't think Tim Elliott's that great. 
he's an OG of the game. He's an OG flyweight. He's got good subs. He's a crazy scrambly dude, but he's just so hittable. Jordan Espinoza has shown some holes in the, in the submission department, but he also comes from a, a wrestling pedigree as well. So he's a pretty good grappler. I just think he's a faster striker. If he can just if he can just stay on the outside and put a jab in Tim Elliott's face for three rounds, it doesn't even have, it has to be two rounds. Um, Tim Elliott's hittable. He's not very fast. He's kind of foot slow. He's he's a great scrambler. That's where he's the best. But he can get caught in submissions and scrambles too. It's happened multiple times in his career. Mm-hmm. Um, there's a reason why he's basically a 500 fighter. Um, I also don't think Jordan Espinosa is that great. I figured this should be a pick em fight. I really do feel like that's what the line should be. Um, Because that's kind of how I see it. Um, But I'm going to go with Jordan Espinosa. I just think he's the younger dude. I think he's, you know, he can still climb the hill. And I just don't know. I think Tim Elliott's falling off the hill. But I could be completely wrong. I could be, you know, proven wrong. Well, Timbo was was doing this. Oh, yeah, baby. So let's see what he's got. What do you got, Tim? I'm going dog hunting. There he is. I'm going dog hunting. I saw it coming. Man, Tim Elliott's just better. And and, and Deb pointed it out. And. He's OG, you know, and, and if you look at, you know, Tim Elliott is just the guy, a gatekeeper, you know, really. Mm-hmm. He's fought everyone. Yeah, he, he really has. You look at his last losses, um, it was Brandon Rovell, it was um, Davison Figueredo, and I know he fought uh, Demetrius Johnson a few years back. Um, he Oh, Brandon Rovell. Yeah, I mean, he's fought some, like, he's fought, fought everybody. Yeah, he's fought everybody. Um, you know, won the I ultimate he, fighter against probably one of the best cast there was. That 125 pound cast they did that little tournament, which was probably the coolest Ultimate Fighter did. He won it, like mm-hmm. he dominated, submitted guys on the show, and, and looked really good. Yeah, I mean, uh, shout out, you know, I, I th- Josh Pope. Hey, Josh Pope, that's my man. Is that your guy there, Timbo? Yeah, yeah. shout out, Josh Pope. He's got a he's got a baby boy on the way, so shout hey, out. Hey, congratulations, man. Appreciate you coming by. Um, but yeah, I mean, uh, you know, Tim Elliott, I think he he's lost to who he's supposed to lose to, and he's beaten who he's supposed to beat, and you know, from a just a straight up match point. I, I see Tim Elliott either, you know, the prop. I like, I guess we'll discuss that tomorrow on the, yeah. on the prop show as far as what that prop is. But um, one stop shot. Oh, yeah. I can easily see him taking a, taking a decision win. Yeah. Um, you know, I think it'd be a close fight. I don't see t- Tim Elliott really doesn't get finished. So, right. um, you know, I, I like Tim Elliott by decision there. And plus the points. I'll definitely yeah. Take that. Right. So this is, this is where this is a fight. I didn't have anything written down. I was going to see what you guys played out. And this is going to be a strategic play because mm-hmm. I don't want – I mean, someone's got to beat Tim, right? <laughs> if I tail Dev, you're getting points. I got to tell you to try to keep up with you. Um, this is a this is a 50-50 fight. Devin hit it. It should have been a pick him, 100%. Uh, Tim Elliott's an underdog just simply because he's erratic. And you don't know what you're going to get in there. You're going to get the guy who's going to go five rounds with Demetrius Johnson – yeah, he's getting dominated, but he fucking went five rounds with one of the greatest of all time. Didn't get finished when Demetrius was finishing people. And then you go in there against a guy like Askar Afarov and just get rocked. Askar Askarov, who fight later on his cards, never rocked anybody. You get rocked, it almost put to sleep, and then just get dominated. He's a good fighter. That's not a bad loss. But then you got Jordan Espinosa who's just getting submitted by like Matt Snell easily. And he has really good wrestling. They're going to try to keep him on the feet. I see Tim probably pushing more of the... Uh, more of the takedown. I just worried about his cardio. Everyone says that Tim Elliott was, this is the, the reports I've been seeing on Reddit and whatnot, is he's a huge partier, right? He used to fucking drink, coke. Maybe I shouldn't say that on air because I don't know if this is true. But the guy used to get down, right? He looks all, like it. All throughout he his career. Like all throughout his oh, career. He, he was like a John Jones. Like he'd, fu- he'd, be drink- he'd be drinking 
imparting during training camps like John Jones, and he was so naturally gifted, he just got there and performed. I mean, he's obviously not winning like Jones, but from all accounts, is he's cleaned it up and he's full focused and he's with James Krause and those guys. One of my system plays is you don't play Jim, James Krause. I think James Krause is one of the most overrated <laughs> coaches there is. <laughs> Can't stand him, but I'm going Tim Elliott here because he's got that fucking plus number. It's the only reason. Plus 103 is the only reason I'm going here. And I really like the prop. Like I said, we didn't talk about it much, but the prop for him to sub is like it started off at plus 800. I think it's now down to like plus 500 on some books. Oh, Jesus. Which is nuts. Which is nuts. Jordan Espinosa, most of his losses come by from submission. So crazy. All right. That's like one of those stupid props where it's just like if you're a betting guy, if you gamble like – you're almost a fool. It's even at plus five hundred. Yeah, like, it's came. It's come down. A, it's that, come down dude. a lot. In the beginning of the week, the opening line was eight hundred, and all the sharps were like, <sighs> "What?" Jumping on that. So the line has moved. All right, <clears throat> fight. I'm. I'm. I'm really looking forward to Ooh. Joseph Benavidez plus one hundred three versus Asker Asarov minus one thirty four. I just talked about that deaf bastard Asker Asarov. I'm allowed saying that. I have deaf people in my family, so <laughs> I, I'm allowed saying it. Um, I'm gonna lead the dance here. Listen. I Joe B Joe B's a drug. I can't quit him. I picked him in um the the first fight against Devison where he got I know he got headbutted, but he got butchered. Yeah. I didn't pick him in the second fight where he got murdered. Um, but I can't quit him. I love WEC guys. Joseph Benavidez to me, I'm still stuck in like 2014 where this guy only loses when it's for the title, but he beats everyone else. Asker Askarov is a guy that a lot of people like. Devin is, was high on him for a little bit. His main weapon here is, is, is to get the fight to the ground and kind of grind him out. He's good at that. That's that Russian style. Yeah, I mean, he's good on the feet. He's good stand-up. He, he rocked him out. He has some power, good cardio, good scrambles. I've never seen Joe B get held down before, right? The Devison Figueroa, we got, we got choked out. Yeah, he got his fucking head caved in before that, right? Joseph Benavidez, all those alpha male guys are so good at scrambling and getting up. Joe B at plus 103. Again, he's my drug. I can't quit him. I'm going underdog here. I'm going Joe B over Asker Asarov. Um, I'm actually surprised Joe B's this low. I was kind of figuring people would just remember the fucking bloody scene we saw him last time where he woke up screaming ah, and his wife's crying at the cage. Also, in Vegas, placed him at like plus 165. A lot of respect coming in on from Joe B. Uh, I, I, I can't pass him. He's a drug. I can't quit. I'm taking Joe B. Dev. Well, then let's go Timbo. Timbo, who do you like? Let Dev think about this. All right, hey, I was I was really hoping you guys were going to take Askarov there. Um, I'm going I'm thinking, Askarov. Uh, okay, <laughs> good. Yeah, okay. Yeah, I mean, uh, you know, Benavidez, you know, to Brian's point, I know you say, you know, it's 2014 Benavidez who only loses in title fights. I mean, he's still that guy. He's still – He's I mean, not he's that, that old. He's, he's 36. I mean, he's not young, but it's not old. Yeah, he's got, he's got the loss to um, Sergio Pettis. The, I think, believe that was a split decision. Yeah, that's the only um, loss that was like a non-title fight. A non-title loss. fight. Yeah. And, uh, you know, this is still Joey B. I mean, he's he's not – it's not like he's 46. He's right. 36. He's right. still in great shape. Um, he, he was hanging tough with Figgy, that, you know, the first fight. First fight was cool. – First fight, Yeah. Um, and, got head you know, and, and Figgy's just a different animal, and I think Joey Joey B's kryptonite at this point, I could I could only assume it's his chin, and Askarov ain't, ain't coming out there fucking knocking anybody out. No. Um, you know, I, I think Joey B's still very explosive. He's a great scrambler. Um, I'm going with Joey B as well, especially Boom. for the dog points. Boom, dog points. All right, Devin, tell us wrongly why Asker's going to win this fight. We're going to act like you're, you're, you're making good points, but go ahead, tell us. No, I just think I just <laughs> I just don't know where Benavidez is after those two really bad losses. He's 36. 
He's 36, fighting at flatweight. Mm-hmm. Um, he's he has a reason to win fights because his chick's job. You know what I mean? Like he's his chick's a big time face of the UFC. So you he's keep, got and you got to keep fight. Megan Levy happy, or someone yeah. else will. Yeah. You know, Dana might be already making her happy. Hey, um, man. Um, but um, I just think Askar Askar, he's got a draw against Brandon Moreno. Mm-hmm. Like, we just saw Brandon Moreno's fight with the champ. Brandon Moreno could be the champ. Like Brandon Moreno won that fight, but yeah. I think he lost champ. that fight. Nah, he um, but um, it's he had he got a draw. I think Askar Askar is, is going to give – Joseph Benavidez a fight that he's never fought before. He's Joseph Benavidez has fought everybody, but I don't think he's fought anybody that's going to come stay in his face, be tougher than he is. Joseph Benavidez is an incredible scrambler. Nobody holds him down, but I don't think he's fought anybody that wrestles like Askar Askarov. There, there wasn't this crazy wave of Russian wrestlers when Joseph Benavidez was having a surgeons through him. Fair point. You know, up through up through MMA, I just think Oscar Askarov brings a different type of grappling style. I think his cardio is really really good, um, and the depth thing. Like, I actually think that helps him because all it is is just his mind. Like, he didn't help Matt Hamill. That fucking yeah. goof didn't win anything. Uh, he's probably Cincinnati, more deaf now. Cincinnati <laughs> legend, baby. B. John he, Jones. He, he was from he, he was from Loveland, Ohio, but he always build himself he lived in new york upstate new york he always built himself from new york but he they did like a whole news thing on him when he was on the ultimate fighter like he's from loveland ohio which is about 40 minutes north of cincinnati he's so a he huge he's a huge Bengals fan but yeah he like trained and lived in in the upstate new york for whatever reason all right so let me ask you this question all the fighters minus maybe sergio pettis who has beaten joe b are special you think Askar afroff is special i I don't know if he needs to be special to beat Joseph Benavides anymore. What? I think he's super. I think what? he's super, super talented, but I don't know if a special fighter needs to beat Joseph Benavides anymore. Uh, the answer is he's not special. But that, I mean, you're right. Maybe they're they're but I can't quit him. I can't quit him. I'm not gonna. So quit telling me. <laughs> I could be wrong, dude. Joseph Benavides is good. Like, he's still a good fighter. Yeah. He, I, even though he almost died twice in his yeah. last fights, but yeah, that was ugly. That was, that was one of the worst. Man. That was like one of the worst losses I think I've ever seen. It. I've been watching the second the fight. The second fight was the worst I've ever. Yeah, seen. when he was like, getting the hammer fist on him, and like, oh god, his eyes were like popping out of his fucking. Just, head. Yeah. just him waking up from getting knocked out or choked out. Whoa! Like it was like a fucking nightmare. Like my daughter does. I was like, no, oh, this is some real shit. This is some real shit right here, dude. Like I've that seen guys like scary, wake up, bro. like what what happened? Like because they say when you get knocked out or choked out, it feels like you. It's like the longest nap of your life. Like you you wake up like refreshed and you're confused. Like what the fuck happened? This dude must have had a nightmare because he woke up screaming. Bro. That scary shit right there. They if I was a Devison Figueroa fan and you know those guys that make highlights, that would be. Just the, that sound be like, the, the the theme music to my highlight reel. Just Joe B. Ah! Crazy. I think the UFC is doing him a real fucking solid since Megan Olivia is his old lady and yeah. not putting that on Davison Figueredo's highlight reel. Well, the because- UFC won't do it because they're soft, but I'm telling you, some fucking farmer in Brazil who loves Davison Figueredo, he's doing it right now for sure. <laughs> I cracked up at what Joe B woke up. This, this fucking Matt Elberg laughed. Dude, that scared the shit out of me. All right, let's move on. We're all uh, we're we're split there, which is good, which is good. All right, next up, Kyler Phillips plus one twenty five versus Song Yudong minus one fifty two. Probably the one of the best names ever, Song Yudong. I wish my name was Yudong, Brian Yudong. <laughs> I get so much farther in my life. Let's go, Champ here, Champ. Who do you like, Bub? 
Um, I don't know much about the Kyler Phillips dude. I, I did got long some, hair. Uh, yeah, he looks like the dude. Yeah, Big Lebowski. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, I do know a lot about Song Gidong, though, and uh, I know you know he, he obviously tra- he, he's still training with uh, your favor and the boys, right? And um, um, I don't. I mean, he is still affiliated with that gym with COVID. I don't know if he made it over there or not. But uh, I know sure. he's still affiliated with the gym for sure. Uriah might even be actually in his corner. Probably, I think. I think yeah. he might be living permanently out there. Right. Yeah. That's a. Yeah. That could be. Yeah. Because he's still in China. Dumb, but um. Yes, yeah, I'll get done. I know he got bullshitted in the Cheeto Vera fight. I 100% thought he won that fight. Yeah. Um, oh no, he did win that fight. I Excuse thought me. I thought Cheeto won. The I fight. thought Cheeto won the fight. Is what you meant? No, no, I th- no. yeah, yeah, exactly. yeah. Okay. Song, song yeah, won. That was one. If you remember, that was one of the first times we all were in the group chat together, and we all, well, not Devin, but me and you had money on Cheeto, and we thought for sure he squeaked that out. And I remember, mm-hmm. <laughs> I think that might have been a night where you were uh, having a few adult beverages and and and, yeah. and let your rage out. But yeah, That's Song Yudong, legit guys, fought a lot of people. Only twenty three, which is fucking super bizarre young. that he's that young. Because I feel like he's been around for a while. Yeah, I just remember his uh the the Perez fight. You know, he's dude's got fucking power. Perez threw a fucking yeah. calf kick and got fucking slept. Counter. Still still yeah, hasn't woken just, up. That dude's dead. That's how you check a calf kick, boys. He throws right straight hand. right down the pipe. Fucking right hand, bro. <laughs> Kyler Phillips, huh? Let me check this guy out there. MMA yeah. lab. Uh handsome kid, good cardio. I mean, I'm not giving being anybody that I'm familiar I'm with. I'm not giving you any um, tips, man. Pick your pick. Yeah, I gotta go. I gotta go. Song you don't. Song you don't. I gotta chase the favorite. Little chalky play. Little Tahada play. Tahada, he like here, babe. Um. So I, I like Kyler Phillips. I think he's really, really fucking talented. He's a very, very dynamic striker. He's the more dynamic striker out of both of them by far. Kyler Phillips will throw elbows from the clinch. He'll step back and throw a flying knee. He throws a really, really good spinning, spinning back kick. He throws a really good spinning wheel kick. He's got good striking. The problems that Kyler Phillips has is that if he's not the hammer and he's not pressing the action, he doesn't like fighting on the back foot. Um, he has good countering skills off the back foot, um, but he doesn't like fighting off of his back foot. He's a really, really good grappler as well. He's might be even a better grappler than he is a striker. He's he's a, I know he's a BJJ brown belt. Um, he in one of his fights, he just his domination on the ground was you know at, at end of the first round he came out. You know, struck 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 with the dude and then took him down and then just completely. He's he's so good in the scrambles and he's so if he he'll throw a submission attempt and then if he like fails that attempt he just gives up and then moves on to the next one. He's a really really good grappler. I like Kyler Phillips as an underdog play. I think Song Yudong is hittable and Song Yudong has a lot a lot of routes to win this fight. He can stay in his face and Song Yudong definitely is probably the harder puncher. He can stay in his face, make Kyler Phillips fight on the back foot. And you know, hit him with hard shots. I think that's how he wins this fight. But I think Kyler Phillips can also take him down. Um, I just think Kyler Phillips is a good underdog play. I think he has more tools. Um, if he mixes up the striking with the grappling, I think he can take the dub. Yeah, you obviously wow. you obviously copy something on me because that's exactly I'm, I'm going Kyler Phillips. I like Kyler Phillips a lot. He's got really good look calf kicks. Song Yudong just doesn't fight enough. 
Um, big, powerful guy, but he slows down almost every single fight. He carries a lot of muscle for this weight. Kyler Phillips is a guy that's really slid under, under the radar. It's 8-1. He's good. A lot of people don't not really know who he is. That one loss is an absolute war against a fucking stud. It was a split decision loss against Victor Henry. That kid's really good. He'll fight in the UFC one day. Um, Kyler Phillips comes out of the MMA lab. Those guys are always known for fucking cardio. And two of his t- uh, team members are fighting on this card as well. So you know those guys are in camp. Presuming no injuries, Kyle Phillips is going to come in shape. He's going to push the pace. He's really good on the ground. He's really good top pressure. Song's got really good striking, and he is hard to take down. I think Kyle Phillips has got to work on that. But I really think the kicks are going to be a big problem here. This is one of the fights where every fight now can be destructed by calf kicks, right? Because calf kicks are taking over MMA. This is the fight I'm predicting that Kyle Phillips is going to use those calf kicks. Really chop Song up a little bit. Song, Song's going to fucking get upset about that and then begging for Kyler to take the fight to the ground at that point because he's like, fuck it. I don't want to get kicked in the leg anymore. And if the fight goes to the ground, Kyler Phillips is going to dominate. So I'm on Kyler Phillips as well. So that's a dog play for me. And Dev, Timbo, opposite, champ going opposite. So listen, if you're tailing us, you like me, you like Dev, you like Tim, Tim has won months in a row. So guys, bet the best. Bet the best three on Twitter. This guy fucking picks winners. All right, last prelim for the main card. Dami Cruz. Old Dami, old cigarette and booze. Dom Cruz. <laughs> Plus 110. That's, That's real good. Dude, it's the big brain. I just came That's up with real it. good. Versus Casey Kenny. Minus 137. Casey Kenny, a little bit of hot water because he's fighting literally on the same card as Megan Harrison, where he said he wouldn't fuck her, which is absolutely crazy. Because listen, I don't like tall chicks. Megan Harrison's six foot, right? Um, but she's been looking pretty fucking good this week. I have sex with her right in front of my wife. I mean, I don't know. Well, I mean, what are we doing? What are we doing here, Casey Kenny? You're a troll guy. You look like a troll, dude. What do you mean you're gonna have sex with her? Fuck off. Um, let's go, Dev. Dev, go ahead and lead this fight here, bud. Who do, who do you like? You want me to tell you my favorite thing about Casey Kenny? You his you name? like Casey? You all you talk about is Casey Kenny. My favorite thing about him is the way you say his name. I said I said the same thing. Casey Kenny. That's my favorite. That's my I've, favorite. Told, I've told this story before. A friend of mine growing up was named Kenny Wallace. I should probably say his name, but fuck it. We we grew up and hung out in this little cul-de-sac. There was this girl, this disgusting girl, right, that he had a crush on. Her last name was Kenny. And it's spelled just like Casey Kenny. And we would say to him, because he liked her, but he wouldn't tell us because we'd make fun of him. And this girl was like eating her boogers and like didn't shower and like ate grass and shit. Like we were young. We're like 12. And we would say, dude, if you married her, you should take her last name so you can be Kenny Kenny. And this dude, like we put him in a nut house. Like he went crazy about that. Like he would go nuts. And I remember one time by her house, there was like a walkthrough to get to like the other road. And he was on the fucking trampoline with her. And he like begged me, begged me not to tell anybody. And like literally was like, dude, I'll give you my G.I. Joe's and shit. Like I was like, all right, I fucking blackmailed him over G.I. Joe's just so low he wasn't laying up with this fucking disgusting woman. So yeah, Kiss Kenny is uh Dev's favorite fighter. So let's hear what you got, Dev. So um yeah, I agree with you. Number one is first off, he's a liar if he says he wouldn't fuck Megan Anderson. It's out of his mind. Um whether whether he's just a liar because you know he would. He's I think like his dick four. might just be too small. It might just look way too small next door. You know what I mean? Probably like, intimidating. You got to be a man to fuck Megan Anderson, I guess. Well, you can be. You, I mean, yeah, he's just he's just soft. Um, I don't like the line though. I think Casey Kenny's a really good fighter. He's he's got you know he's got he's a good striker. He's a good grappler. He's a great scrambler. Um, I just don't think Dom Cruz should be an underdog in this fight. Like he literally <sighs> just fought for a title. Um, <sighs> I think Dom Cruz 
has had a ton of injuries and he's old as shit, but I think his footwork is going to be good enough. I think he's going to be able – Casey Kenny's not going to hurt him. He doesn't have the power to hurt him. He's Dom Cruz is also a great scrambler. I think Dom Cruz can just stay on the outside, you know, get in and out of the pocket, hit him and, and stay out of the pocket and win the fight. Um, that's I just see Dom. I just see Dom having the faster hands and being able to get in and out of the pocket better. So you're taking Dom. I'm taking Dom Cruz. What a sellout pick. That's a sellout pick right there. <laughs> that's what you're gonna pick. All, and you're mad about all it. you. No, I don't care. All you do is talk about Casey <laughs> Kenny. If Casey Kenny dominates, you're gonna be sucking his dick in the chat, dude. He's fucking blah blah blah. You. I knew I should have picked him. Yeah. I I'll, I I'm gonna go him. here. Listen. I said Dom was old. Yeah, Dom Dom should be way higher. Yeah, he fought the champ, but that was after a four-year layoff. They gave him that. The company loves this four guy. Four years? He had four years off before he fought Henry. Yeah. The guy's tearing everything. The guy's literally a walking Frankenstein. However, it's one of those Joseph Benavides things again, that Whoa. you got to be kind of special to beat Dom Cruz. Is Casey Kenny special? I don't think so. I think Dom Cruz is going to walk around him. I, I just Casey Kenny's becoming more of a striker lately, which I think is going to be his detriment. I really Dom Cruz probably has like some of the best takedown defense in all of MMA. You're not getting this guy down. You're not holding him down, right? Um, he's too fast in there, regardless with his blown out feet, with his blown out knees. I think his style still plays with a guy like Casey Kenny, who's still kind of new in MMA. Hasn't really looked all that great. Um, his last fight, I, I should say, he didn't look all that great, but he was coming off a, a, a good win. Uh, slow down a little bit. You can't do that against Dom Cruz. Again, he is in camp with Kyler Phillips, and they're training their ass off at MMA Lab, but I'm going to go Dom Cruz as well, plus 110. I think he should be way higher. I think he should be like plus 150 because um, he just doesn't fight enough, right? He doesn't fight enough, and Casey Kenny is a guy that has fought the Marabs, even though he lost, has fought these fucking tough dudes, and Dom Cruz is in the in the fucking booth. I think he should be plus one sixty um, ish. I, I would I would accept that. But so plus one ten, I'm a little I'm a little nervous about that because this is a number I want to play. I'll still play one ten, but I want to get one fifty. Um, but that the Vegas said it differently. So uh, Timbo, who do you like here, champ champ? I'm going with the champ champ. I'm going with the fucking bantamweight goat. There you go, Tom Cruise. It's, it's go. embarrassing. It's disrespectful. He's a he's a dog in this. Yeah. Um, I see that line moving. I don't know how how it's moved in the past, you know, weeks or or however long this fight's been announced. But um, there's overall. F- I saw him at, and I could be making this up. I saw him at like 103. So I feel like he's going. He's reversed in this oh, past shit. week. Yeah, I feel like more money's coming on Casey Kenny. I could be making that up, and I don't know what he opened up as. But I feel like that's what uh, that's what it was. Mind blowing to me, man. Like the, you know, and granted, I get. I Are get you upset time, that he's on a prelim up. and not the pay per view? Um, at first I was, and then, and then you know, Dom Cruz is a name, and and they they do this often with big. They put know, he's the, he's the little he's the fucking fluffer, right? He's the little yeah. fluffer before you get the paper. The only fight I would switch out would be I think Dom should have had the pay per view, or excuse me, uh, open the pay per view because I do think this is gonna be a good fight. The next fight, I don't know how good that's going to be. And then you can't bump Islam, and then there's three title fights. So I understand the placement. You can, though. What do you mean? Islam. You, you can bump No, that, that's, that's, that's the that's thing, a, because he's a boring-ass crotch sniffer. That's, so you can't put him as the, the, he, the headliner of the I I think when people see that, they'll be asleep by the time the pay-per-view starts. I think that's going to be fight of the night. Islam versus Judo, I think it's going to be fight of the night. We think about that. We think about that. Did I just break your fuck? Did I just melt your goddamn brain? I think I did. Devin's quiet. I froze Devin up. Yeah, it's, it's also, too, something that you have to realize is that Islam Mahashev probably outside of outside of the UFC 
has the second biggest fan base out of right. everybody. I mean, he's. Party. I mean, they get the pay. They get this for free, dude. They're fucking sitting there at three like, in the morning watching this for free. You know what I mean? Maybe even more than Izzy eating like, he, eating is, their goop or whatever like, they eat over there. Like <laughs> Islam Mahashev's fan base is absolutely astronomical. Like it's just all those Russian guys. Like you go to their social media and they have like over a million followers, it's a lot. and it's just like. It's just, it's just. Drew Dober talked about it. Drew Dober says he's, he's, he gets like hundreds of messages a day talking about he's going to die Saturday. Like these dudes are fucking ride or die. She may. Yeah. He might. He might die. I mean, shit. He'd be, it'd be, it'd be a shame, but he might fucking die. All right. So we're all on cruise, which I kind of saw happening. All right. Pay per view time. The only fight that, it, it's weird to me. I don't know why I feel this way about this fight. I think it should be a good fight at 205. Tiago Santos plus 138. Versus Alexander Rakic. I misspelled his name. It's a C, not an X. God damn it, Brian. Uh, <laughs> minus 167. Uh, let's go, Tim. Tim, who do you like in this fight, bud? Ooh. This, this one's tough. This is very tough. I think this is, you know, with Tiago, you know, he was obviously coming off the, the close fight with Jones, and then he had the double whatever surgery, double knee surgery, whatever he had. Mm-hmm. Um, and he came back and got fucked. Oh, by Glover. He hurt Glover twice. Yeah. He got hurt and then he came back and hurt Glover. Right. But then that was like his last win. win He's like, fuck, dude, I got no knees. (laughs) Yeah. Um, And, you know, him as a plus 138 dog is so fucking juicy. Like it. He Um, likes what he sees. I do, man. You know, um, Alexander Rachik, like, all right, you beat Jimmy Manawa, who was already washed by that point. You fucking murdered Devin that Clark, kick. We saw what Anthony Smith did to Devin Clark. Yeah, uh, you couldn't finish Devin Anthony Smith. Um, you got. I'm I'm fucking hammering Santos. Man. There he goes. Hammering the hammer, bro. Hammers the hey, hammer. Sickest tattoo in the in the business. Sickest tattoo in the game, son. All right, I'm gonna go opposite. I'm gonna go oh, rack kick. Yeah, listen, Santos scares me. A guy with that age. Um, and those knee problems scares me. However, his chick just fought. Presumably, they're obviously obviously they don't train together, but she looked really good. She she surprised and upset. He's in shape. He's gonna be in shape in this fight. Rakic is a is a Dutch or or European. I don't know if he's Dutch, but European kickboxing champion. German, I think. And he's turning into a wrestler, right? He wrestled fucked Anthony Smith, which is really weird. Tiago Santos' biggest weakness is when he gets to the ground. I mean, Glover's really good on the ground, but he he couldn't do shit. Like, whoever gave Tiago Santos a black belt needs to be fired. Like, that, <laughs> he's not a black belt, right? Uh, Rakic is, is a big, strong guy. Um, if he stands up, if he wants to go, oh, I'm a fucking kickboxer, let's fucking stand up. He'll get slapped because he is a little chinny. I've seen him be a buzz before. I've seen him get knocked out in kickboxing. And Tiago Santos, pound for pound, might hit so – I mean, he's the only guy to knock out Jan Blachowicz. This guy's so fucking powerful. He's got a little chin issue himself. He's been knocked out before. Um, Santos said is at 85. Hasn't been knocked out at 205 yet. Um, so you can attribute that to the weight cut. But I don't know. I just see Racket coming out and fucking wrestle fucking him. I see him playing it safe, being boring. And then when he gets an opportunity, because he's a big guy, he's not the best wrestler in the world, but he's a big, strong dude, taking Santos down, avoiding those strikes, and just laying on him because that's kind of the path to victory when you got Santos, and I think with Santos's knees, if they're not completely healed up yet, that could be an issue. So, Dev, who do you like, bud? This is a really, really tough fight to pick um, because you don't know. It's don't like, know until you know how good how good is Glover Teixeira? You know what good. I mean? Like how good is how good is he now? Um, that's where it, that's 
that's kind of where I am with this. And you look at, you just look at the Anthony Smith fight with Alexander Rakic. Alexander Rakic doesn't have the best hands. He uses his hands to hide his kicks. He's one of the biggest 205ers. Rakic is fucking huge. His legs, his legs are almost as big as mine, and that's pretty big. So he's almost his one leg is most big as your whole body. No, like dude, I got fucking legs on me, bro. If I, if I have shorts on, I, I throw them up right here. Now I got pants on though, so I can't. Are you? Do you have dexterity? Can you just throw it up like Fuck that? Fuck yeah, dude! You want to see something? Right there. <laughs> his wife puts his legs behind his back. <laughs> throw it up there, bro. So I, it's it's weird. I see Rakic probably coming out and trying to spam kicks, spam kicks, and then try to take him down. Um, I don't. The person that gave. Tiago Santos, his black belt, also gave – this is the same guy that gave Charles Rosa his black belt. Um, oh, then he got fucking killed by uh, Redneck Boy, Bryce Mitchell. Bryce and then and he, got he just got out. murdered a couple weeks ago. The guy's black you know, belt's or, a fucking joke. Yeah, that should be stripped. Yeah. Um, I think Tiago Santos is the more dangerous striker. I think he's the more explosive dude. Alexander Rakic definitely packs knockout power. These are these are kickboxers at 205. Like – 205, the guys at 205 hit fucking hard and they're super athletic. Both these guys are super athletic. I think Thiago Santos is the more explosive dude. I think he's got I think he's got more deadly tools. He's deadly with his hands and his legs. Thiago Santos throws a fucking spinning wheel. For a 205er, he throws that shit like fucking Edson Barboza. Like, it's fucking crazy fast. But his knees are a big, big red flag. Like, how are you healing from those injuries after the John Jones fight? That's my major concern. Um, it's hard to tell from the Glover fight because he almost finished him twice. First round, he fucking, I mean, could have been a knockout. Glover is just too tough for his own good. Second round, comes out, does the same, does the same thing. I think Tiago Santos also struggles with fight IQ. I, I think if you would have just let Glover stand right back up, he would have fucking knocked him out. He would have finished him. He could have kicked yeah. him in the head and, and buried him. Um, I think Alexander Rakic is probably going to try to fight a safe fight. He knows that Tiago Santos can be taken down. Um, I don't think he wants to strike with Tiago Santos because nobody at 205 would want to strike with him if they can outgrapple him. And judging by his last fight and his injuries, um, I was all on Santos all earlier this week, but I just really think Rakic can take him down. He's going to be bigger. Um, I just... But don't be surprised if Tiago Santos fucking thunderstrikes him. Well, like won't fucking, he will, like Tim he won't be. Tim, Tim late is not to the table. Picked him. Are you gonna do it? Yeah. No, I'm picking Rakic. Yeah. What a girl. I was I hope. I was. I. I thought for sure both of you guys would be on Santos. Yeah, I'd be on Rakic. Rakic would lose a fuck or win a boring decision. Both of you guys would go to ape shit and say, "Oh, caught him from the UFC. He's <laughs> trash." And I'm just sitting there. Like, <laughs> <laughs> That's what I was hoping, but fucking Devin messed that all. All up, cooked to the bone. That's right. Dan Martin says, Bryce Mitchell cooked him to the bone, baby. Cooked him to the yeah, bone. I love those shirts. Have you seen the shirts that Bryce Mitchell has that say "Cook him to the bone"? No. no. Oh, they're dope. They're fucking dope. Well, they're camo. I can't. I don't wear camo. No, they're not. They're black. Oh, okay. I thought they were they camo. Have, like, All right, next fight. I'm actually really looking forward to. It seems like Tim's not. Islam Makhachev minus three sixty versus Drew Dober plus two seventy five. Let's go, Dev first. I already know who Tim's leaning here. I want to hear from Devin. This is the um, fight that Devin proclaimed he knew who I was picking. So let's see who you're picking, guy. Huh? Let's see who you're picking. So I've been watching tape on these guys kind of, you know, sex on tapes? and off all week. Drew Dober might have a sex tape. It might be a guy. I'd, but I'd watch it. Well, if, if, if both these guys had a sex tape with chicks, I'd watch it. I mean, what, 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 are, we talk, what are we doing here? Both of them? No, no. Like if Islam had a sex tape with a chick, I'd watch it. 
If Drew Dober had a sex tape with a chick, I'd watch it. Yeah, I would too. Yeah, it's a sex tape, dude. So, um... <laughs> so it's like, what are we go? Where are we at here? Like in Russia, I'm trying to throw him off. I'm trying to throw him off the set. Who you got, Dev? Um, I'm going Islam, man. I don't. I think Shocker. Drew Dober has got big power. Um, I watched Alex Hernandez fight, and he had Alex Hernandez on skates multiple times, and Alex Hernandez was still able to get that blast double. Um, Islam Mahashev is a really, really talented grappler. Um, He's not as good with top control as Khabib, and he's not as good with his weight positioning and stuff like that, but he has better takedowns than Khabib. He's got really, really good takedowns. Um, He's fast. He's got good power. He knocked out Gleison Tebow. Um, I think he's not going to strike with Drew Dober. That's obvious. He's going to come out here. He's going to put pressure on him. He's going to grind him out. Drew Dober's takedown defense is just so poor. It's it's just – it's bad. Um, And I just – I. I don't think Islam Mahashev has to do more than get two takedowns. And, you know, even if he doesn't win by sub, he can just wrestle fuck him or crotch sniff him like Tim would say. Timbo, who you got here, bud? Crotch sniff or, or a Jay Leno draw? Crotch sniffer, unfortunately, oh. for reasons that I've already explained. Yeah. Um, the reason's in his name, man. I'm, I just thank God he's never in five-round fights because then I have to sit there and watch 25 minutes of bullshit. But – um. Yeah, it is what it is. And Drew Dober, like you know, he—it's just a shitty fight for him. I'm surprised yeah. he took it because um, you know he—I he, love to see you know he can, he can headline. Did, did him and Hernandez headline a, a fight night? Mm, I don't know if they had. I don't I think can't they remember had, if it was. It might have been a co-man or something. But he I mean, could co-man just, any. He could co-man any. I'm fight sure. Night he, any I, yeah, I don't Absolutely, think I don't man. think he headlined it. He's he's like he's an exciting fighter. I mean, he knocks fucking dudes out like. Um, let me see here. No, that was the Glover Texera Anthony Smith fight. So he he oh, didn't okay. headline. He wasn't even co main. Yeah, like, co main was fucking Ben Rothwell and Ovens, but I mean he fucking put a stamp on Hernandez that night, that's for sure. Yeah. Give me Islam. Islam. So here's what it was. I I was gonna fade Dober. I've been wanting Dober all week. Um his takedown offense is terrible, right? This fight was supposed to happen a while ago. They literally weighed in, and then Islam got popped for some kind of steroids. Apparently, he got cleared of. I don't know, some bullshit. Some Russian guy probably paid the guys off. Um, yeah. And then this is a fight Dober's been asking for. Not This is kind of the boogeyman in the division because he can out, he can do whatever he wants to anybody. He's a fucking amazing wrestler. He's good grappler. Um, his striking's okay, right? I mean, he's been put to sleep. He's been chin-checked before. He's been knocked out. Uh, that's something that Khabib hasn't been, but he's a big fucking guy at 205 too. Drew Dober's asked for this fight numerous times. They were supposed to fight before, fell apart. That tells me, like, what, what does Drew Dober know that we don't know, right? He's training that elevation now. When, when they fought before, they were supposed to fight before. He wasn't in Colorado yet. He's in elevation now. He's in Colorado. His cardio looks good, but his takedown defense is still bad. Um, his jiu-jitsu game is bad. Like, you look at the uh, – or used to be. I mean, he's probably getting better. You look at the Benil Darius fight, the Benny Darius fight. I mean, he got fucking – he was ruining Darius and then got taken down and submitted. Like, you know, Islam's not going to submit him, but Islam's going to take him down, just wear him down. And and I think uh, Drew Dober's cardio is better than Islam, but Islam could do that for three rounds. And there's something about a guy who's willing to accept the fight with the boogeyman that I respect. I think Islam's going to win. I do. I was going to pick Islam if, if one of you guys were on Dober. 
But since no one's on Dober and I'm a fucking gambler, minus two or plus two seventy five is too juicy. That dude can land a shot just like Adrian Martinez did against uh, Islam Makachev. Makachev maybe is hearing the chatter like crotch sniffer. He's feeling the pressure now that Khabib's retired and Khabib's basically crowning him the champ. He could feel this chatter. He could feel this thing and want to test his boxing. He's been around. He's been gone for like eighteen months or whatever. He's obviously been working on stuff. He's obviously got probably his boxing's getting better. That's what his his main focus is. And he might be like, you know what? I'm a well-rounded guy. And then that's going to be a problem if he does that. I'm not confident in this pick. This isn't going to be a pick that I'm I'm really going to give out all that much. But I'll sit here and tell you right now that since I just picked Drew Dober, I am going to fucking bet him too. Straight up, no parlays, anything like that. Put some money on 275. And I might even put money on him winning by knockout. It's the only way he's going to win. It's the only way it's going to win. It's the only way it's going to win. Yeah, so that's probably a crazy plus number two. I don't have it in front of me. But, yeah, let's go Dober here. Let's go Dober. Dober, Dober. The fucking like Doberman. All right, here we go. Petra Yan, minus 115 versus Aljamain oh. Sterling. Pick him! This is a pick em fight. Timbo, you haven't done this yet. New rules this year. A pick, this has been one, minus 110 all week. It has now since moved for today. Still a pick em fight. Still in the minus. So you, whoever you pick, doesn't matter. You can pick them or risk them. So you have the option to whoever you pick to risk two points. If they lose, you lose two points. You don't have to do it. You can play it safe. Go, you know what? I think I'm going to be up on the night. Don't need it. Or you can put your fucking nuts on the table and do it. I'll go first here. <sighs> this is a really fucking good fight. This, this is, I, I love Izzy Alasani. I think Izzy is going to steamroll Jan. I mean, that's no surprise. I think this is going to be the best fight of the night. This fight is going to be un, unreal. The stare down was great today. Jan is a guy who I've criminally underrated. Um, he doesn't have the best UFC record, but he's fought really good guys outside the UFC. He's trained everywhere. He's went from fucking Russia to Thailand, now to American top team. This is a guy who is wants to fight everybody. Like he's confronting dudes backstage. Like he wants, he wants all the smoke. Aljamain Sterling is a guy who I've been following since his fucking bomb squad days. There used to be a team in upstate New York called the bomb squad. John Jones started his career with the bomb squad. Kenny no Foster. Yeah. Kenny Foster's on that team. There's another guy. I can't remember. They did these weird like documentaries where they literally trained in a barn. Al Jermaine started from there, then he then he transferred there, went over to Longo, obviously, and really uh, launched his career. Al Joe's a guy who his grappling, I think, is really good. I don't think his wrestling's all that good. I think his takedowns are good against average opponents, but I think he's gonna struggle taking really high competition down. But once he gets them down, he's lights out. I just don't believe in his takedowns. His kicking's really good, but it's not powerful. His hands are really good, but they're not powerful. He's so funky, so awkward, he's all over the place. Um, Petrion's more of a straight line guy, right? He got his leg chewed up by uh, Aldo. What does he do? Switch southpaw, pieces him up southpaw. This is a guy that can switch both ways. And after watching tape on these guys, Aljamain Sterling has the better skulls on his record. This guy's fought everybody at 135, has the better resume. But I think Petrion's the better fighter. I'm going Petrion, and I'm risking the fucking two points. The champ stays the champ, baby. Give me the risk em. Let's go. Who wants it? Who's next? I don't care. I'm fired up. You know a champ hasn't lost their hasn't lost their belt since 2019. Huh? You know a champ hasn't lost their belt since 2019. What champ hasn't lost? No, there a champ, no there's been no champ. Oh, right, 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 right. So is this a precursor saying until now? Um I all oh, last week Alja was the underdog and I was like, "Damn, that's a great underdog play." Um He still I'm is a go- slight dog. I mean, if you if if it's still a pick 'em but minus on 6, you're getting a little bit better money than Jan. Um you're not going to get dog go points. With Sterling. I think I think Alja. Here's the thing with Petrion is P- 
Petrion is a really, really talented fighter, but he doesn't come out hard. He doesn't come out fast. He's a really, really slow starter, but he's not the type of dude that gets the that gets reads. I don't know why he's such a slow starter. He doesn't make reads off his opponents and then capitalize on their mistakes in the later rounds. He like he's more of a dude that wants to like bleed you out. He's willing to exchange with you. He might drop around, and then in the third or fourth round, he's just gonna turn it on and cut you in half. Petrion is a dangerous fucking dude. He's a Siberian bastard from fucking North Russia. Like, oh, dude. He's just, he's a he's a fucking savage motherfucker. Like he's 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 cold. Like you see him in the interviews, and he's just cold. Like, I love that he's learning English too. Russian dudes that learn English is fucking scary. Scary accent. Villains. Fucking scary. On villains. So I just think Aljamain Sterling. The, the the problem is if you look at the the if you look at the corporate Sandhagen fight, I would say Sandhagen right now is probably the most. I would say he's probably the most dangerous striker at one thirty five. He's the most dynamic, and I think he's the danger, most dangerous. Um, I just think he can hurt you with anything. Aljo, Aljo walked him down, got him against the cage, took his back, and choked him to choke him to death. No takedown offense think, has been in submissions before. Not surprised. That's yeah, not so. Surprised. That's the thing is is Petr. I don't think Petrion is going to be willing to get on the back foot. So Aljamain is going to really, really have to stick and jab in his face. Petrion is a good striker. I noticed though in the later rounds, once he starts loading up and throwing combinations, he whiffs on big punches. It might not be the first punch of the combination. It might not be the second, but the third or fourth, he tries to really load up and hurt you. I think instead of trying to counter that, if if Aljamain Sterling can get him to the ground and take him down, I think he can. I, I think he can choke him out. Um, it's going to be a tough fight though because Aljo's going to have to put the pressure on him in the beginning because Petrion's such a slow starter. Um, I. I don't like Aljamain's power. I think he's. Uh, I think his striking's come a long way. He, he fucking pieced up Pedro Munoz. Not many dudes piece up Pedro Munoz like that. He was able to stick a jab in his face and stay on the outside, and you know, exchange. He clipped him at one point in that fight too. Um, I don't. Well, think, what do you mean no one pieces up Pedro? Pedro Munoz gets hit like a hundred times every fight. Yeah, but they're close. Yeah, the guy's not high defense. Times. No, they're close though. They're close. Like mm. all of his striking fights are close. Jimmy Rivera, that was a close fucking fight. Same as Frankie Edgar. That was a that was a close fucking fight. Um, Aljamain's fight with him was not close. Um, I I just I'm also you're gonna laugh at this, but it's just something I'm trying to will into existence. I want Aljamain to be the champ. But let me ask y'all a serious question. If Aljamain hang on before you say that, let me ask y'all a serious question. Uh, Are you going to risk the points? Yeah, I'm I'm risking the points. Risk the points. All right. You are. I am. I mean, you have to. You don't Um, have to. You can. You you don't have to. You don't have to. You can say nah, nah. (laughs) <laughs> but go ahead. What was your question, Dev? I'm gonna write um, down here. You're risking. How bad will the fucking trash talk be if Aljo does win the belt and we have to have him like doing media and shit because his talk is just bad. Like his trash talk. So I think. Bad. I think. It, I think. I think Aljo is entertaining. I think he's gonna. He's a good looking dude. I think he's gonna appeal to a lot of the audience if he wins. I think he could be a money maker. I think. His style, though, like his striking style, like he's he's pretty ripped up for thirty five. Like, oh, this dude probably. If you just saw That's a picture a of him, like this dude fucking sleeps, dudes, but he doesn't. Mm-hmm. Um, so I think it's gonna take a little while for the audience to warm up to him. But I mean, he's a little cringy, but I think you know he's got some charisma to him. I I, I follow his vlogs. He does like video vlogs and stuff, and I think you know he's a charismatic guy. I think if he gets a little more time on the mic. Mm-hmm. Because the lot when he called out uh, Petra Jan talking about getting I'm in his ass, you. I'm gonna get in your ass pause like you know that was like that's a sound clip that's gonna follow him all right so you're risking with uh aljamain Tim i might Bo- change it but the podcast ain't over yet 
No, you, it's locked in. I wrote it down. It's permanent marker, dude. Um, <laughs> tempo. How many markers do you have? I have a lot, you, dude. Got a whole probably fucking, three. There's three of us. Got a Jesus whole, Christ. Whole cup. Timbo. Timbo's orange. You're green. I'm black, but this is this is all the prop stuff that I write down. I'm color coded, bitch. Um, Jesus. Dev or Timbo, you've been flirting on online. You're picking them. You're not picking them. You like them. You don't like them. Tweeting at no, me. I mean, Who do you like here, babe? This this is a uh, you know I love Aljamain Sterling. I think yeah. he's awesome. I listen to Weekly Scraps. I fuck with this podcast. I don't listen to this podcast, uh, but is it good? Yeah, he's it's cool. Shit. I mean, okay. you know, it's a lot more you know personal and, and he right, really, right. I should listen talk, to it. But you know, he talks to UFC, obviously, but you know, not to the extent most would think he would. Um, but uh, you know, I really like him. But Patreon, man, that that dude's a fucking savage, <laughs> and he's he's already taken out my boy Uri. He's already taken yeah. out my boy Jose Aldo. Um, you know, this motherfucker wrestles bears. Yeah, you know, there's not all Russians do. They they keep them in their backyard. Just after you know, dinner, wrestle them before they go to bed. Alja doesn't have that power. He, he's not going to get a you know a, a, a lucky knockout. I mean, which obviously you know he'd be lucky to get it. But I just like Peter Yan here. I think he bleeds him out and probably gets a fourth round finish. Nice. And let me ask you. I don't. This is my stupid question. You risking it? Oh yeah, baby. Yeah. That's on the table. Got risk, you. risk it. Risk it with a biscuit. Uh, yeah, Petrion. Listen, I think the fight I see playing, I see him. There's a there's a prop on. Uh, speaking of that, I wanted to mention this. All these lines I got from DraftKings. DraftKings official sponsor partner with UFC. I think that's awesome. They have pre made props already on their thing, which is pretty cool. Um, I'm a FanDuel guy, but I dove in today. One of the props was. Um, Petrion to win and for it to go over three and a half rounds. I really like that because I think he's going to lose. That wasn't a plus, by the way. I think he's going to lose some of the earlier rounds. He does start slow. Aljamain's going to come out, probably pep him around. I just really see Aljamain really having a hard time taking him down. Uh, Petrion's only loss was against Magomed. Magomed, something Russian dude. Un, only That guy only has one loss is Jan. Sick wrestler. Stud uh, fucking wrestler. That fight was like fight of the year. Lost a split decision, came back and beat him. Uh, the only guy to beat him, he's not fighting in Bellator or PFL. I can't remember. But um, Petrion, I think, is just going to be hard to take down. I think he's just fucking brutal in there. I think a lot of people, including myself, make a little bit much of people's records. Who has he beaten, right? It's a little weak of a record. Yeah, he's got a win over Jimmy Rare, knocked out your eye favor, finished uh, Jose Aldo, who doesn't have a win at 135. Um, but, uh, yeah, I, I like Petrion. I think he's just going to be fucking mean in there, dude. Um for the points savage, still dude. savage, he's just, he's just, savage. just fucking mean. All right, let's go next to Devin's favorite Boy, fighter. Christian said Aljo's podcast stinks. It doesn't stink. It's a it's Aljo. Like, like Aljo 20. cuts hella weight and his podcast stinks. <laughs> Damn, Christian. All We're right, like bro. 20 to Thirty minutes most of the time. Like, I mean, it's just it's good insight <laughs> oh, from a from a, a high level UFC fighter. I've I never mean, I've seen his setup. Like I've seen him like Instagram like about to record, and I'm like. Dude, you're you make a lot of money. Let's let's fucking improve this a little bit. Um, I haven't listened to it though. I know it's uh the same okay, fucking guy, the, the the gay that the guy that produ- um produces Anakin Florian, that Cody kid. He does he does his too. Okay. All right, here we go. Nunez, Devastator Fighter, minus one thousand, Megan Anderson, plus six fifty. I'd be shocked if someone takes Anderson here. Timbo, go first, bud. Nunez. Nunez. Okay, Timbo's on Nunez here. Uh, I'm going to go Nunes as well. I think the height difference is what everyone keeps talking about. It's not going to matter. Nunes can win on the feet. She can win on the ground. Megan Anderson has quit in the octagon. Her two wins that she has to get this title fight are over fucking joke female fighters. She's the only one at 145 to fight right now. That's why she's getting this fight. 
Um, Nunez, I think, probably finished sometime in the second or third round as well. Dev, who do you got? You taking a shot on Anderson? No. I, it's, it's just I really hope Amanda Nunez just knocks her out and retires and then they just dissolve women's 145 because it's it's so it's a waste of money like it's just not worth it's unless not worth until they get anymore. that uh that pfl girl kayla harrison, kayla harrison if, until they, shields but it's not happening until like, they get her over there um yeah there's there's no point in 145 you're right but still it's just one fight like it's just one fight so even if they do fight <laughs> what's probably next? use a blue mic he probably does use a blue mic i'll fucking if I ever see him, I'll smack him in his mouth for using that thing. Um, so you're going Nunez. I mean, listen, this is yeah. a fight that I think she's a good woman fighter, and it's a shame that she has no one to fight. Um, there's rumors that she doesn't want to make 135 anymore. So Where if she, she right, if she goes out there and stomps Megan, and they're like, dude, we got we got no one else, we got no one else Please. to fight. Take we, a million, you know, go. Take right. a million, go. Right. Retire, you know, become a Bellator fight fucking cyborg again. Yeah, fight cyborg again. I mean, there's options, but UFC's never gonna let her go. Dana White loves her too much. Um, yeah, we're on we're on Nunes here. I do think a finish is gonna happen. Uh again, Megan Anderson comes out of that James Krause camp, which I think is 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 inflated and stinks. And uh let's get to the main event. Let's get to the fucking let's get to the gristle here, babe. Jan Blachowicz, Jan Blachowicz, however you want to say, the Polish power, plus 185 versus Israel Adesanya, minus 230. I'm hoping everyone keeps talking up fucking Jan. Hopefully you guys can help that. So Izzy gets about 200. Um, I'm going to go Dev, the known Izzy hater. He hates him because he's gay, possibly. Hates him because he diddles. You said it, not me. Hates him because he diddles (laughs) his dog's dick. That's a fact. And uh, hates him because he's purple hair. All those are facts. One's close. Those are all facts. Dev hates the guy. So, Dev, I'm going to let you pick first here, bro. Who do you this like? This guy man? that you love, your favorite fighter in the world. Like, you just, I mean, yeah. that's what we call shout out. Bro. I don't, <laughs> listen, I don't care that he diddles dogs' dicks, and I don't care that if he's gay. That dude fucking gets in that cage, and he's the best in the world. Period. I'm worried that, you're, that you have no concern that he plays with his dog's dick. <laughs> as long as he's not sucking his dick, I don't give a fuck. What? I clean. Dude, if I, he touched it on camera, what's he doing off Yeah, well, well, I don't know. Fuck it. I don't care. The dog All probably right. likes it. <laughs> Jesus let's not talk about this the safe i don't want to tell that story never mind i have a i have a thing with bestiality i mean i think most people do but when i think about it i get really sick because uh i will tell this you know remember aim with the instant messenger chat with aol aim aim right so my buddy moved uh his his uh grandma passed away so he had to move to indiana with his dad and he would send me a thing like hey dude i'm in a new band and it would send you a link and you can hover over link to see what it was. I was stupid and oh, just clicked no. on it. And it was a goat fucking a dude. And it literally just scarred me for life, dude. I can't think about any animals or whatever. I'll literally get sick. Like, I don't throw up a lot. I'll get sick thinking about it. So uh, I admittedly did not watch the uh, the uh, the diddle of the di- dog dick. But uh, let's move on. Dev, who do you like? It, um, it, it better be on because you're a hater. Go. I respect Israel Adesanya's skill set. Um, I think this is a super tough fight for both guys um, because I think both of them can capitalize on each other's weaknesses. Um, I think Israel Adesanya has a very, very confident, you know, confidence that he shows everybody. Um, I also think that he doesn't like getting hit a lot. He got, and I don't think he likes getting hit with left hands. Anything that comes from the left side with power, Israel Adesanya doesn't like it. Um, I think this fight comes to skill set. I also think it comes down to mental. Um, if you look at the Kelvin Gastelum fight with Israel Adesanya, 
Israel Adesanya never had a UFC title. He had a lot to prove in that fight. So he knew he had to take risks. Once he knocked out Robert Whitaker, he had fought a very safe fight with Yoel Romero. He took one big left shot from Yoel and said, fuck this. I'm keeping my belt. I'm not going to exchange in the pocket with this guy. Who Let would? Me stay on the- Smart. Let me stay. Well, yeah. There's nothing against him. I'm just saying facts. Um, he just stayed on the outside and threw and threw leg kicks and, you know, threw jabs whenever he could. Um, I don't think he can afford to fight that same fight with Jan Blahovich. I don't think him going up to a new weight class, all the fucking shit that's gone back and forth to John Jones, all the media attention he's getting, he's a bigger star than he's ever been. He can't fight a safe fight against Jan Blahovich. I think Israel Adesanya is a really, really good counter striker. I think his best asset is his feints and the way he sets up his striking. He's he's the best person in the UFC to ever use misdirection. He's really, really good at that. He's he's got probably the best question mark kick that's ever been in MMA. Period. He's really, really good at hiding his strikes. He's he's a good counter fighter. Um, I don't know how. His wrestling, everybody brings up the Derek Brunson fight, but there hasn't been anybody that's really truly pressed the grappling Brad against Tavares. Israel Adesanya. Who? Brad Tavares. But is Brad Tavares a wrestler? No, but he you you at you didn't ask who was a wrestler. You asked who pressed the wrestling. I said Brad Tavares. So, so this USC uh, debut against that Rob Wilkerson guy, he pressed the he was a wrestler. Yeah. yeah. Um. Exactly, Rob Wilkerson. Um. I think. I think. Um. ASL, bro. ASL. Yeah, he he's talking about how you. He's he's talking he's talking about how you can get fucking other animal porn. That Christian, that pervert. Thanks, Christian. Yeah, Um, I think um, I think John Blahovich is really really dangerous in in breaking up the clinch. That's when he's the most dangerous. If if you can in the in the pocket, he's also really really dangerous. He's a really good back foot fighter. John Blahovich is really, really bad off the front foot. He will pressure forward, leave his chin in the air, and throw a bunch of naked shots and get knocked out. That's how he got knocked out by Thiago Santos. He cannot do that against Israel Adesanya. He cannot take those stupid risks. This fight scares me because it could be a fucking snoozer if Jan Blahovich decides to stay on his back foot and Israel Adesanya takes a couple big shots and he says, well, I have to win a safe fight here or I have to at least try to fight smart and safe. Um... Jan Blachowicz is also a black belt in Brazilian Jiu-Jitsu. He can take him down. Israel, Jan Blachowicz is a big dude. Jan Blachowicz is able to grind Jacare Souza against the cage. If Jan Blachowicz can grind Israel Adesanya against the cage and then and then hit him with something hard in the clinch breaks, Jan Blachowicz is dangerous in the pocket. He's a way more dangerous pocket fighter than Israel Adesanya. He throws big, big fucking power. He's really good in the clinch. He's got good takedowns. I think... People have been sleeping on Jan Blahovic for a long time. And then all of a sudden I start reading comments on social media, Twitter, and the fan base is like, damn, Jan is pretty good. So there's been, there's a lot of people that are now on Jan. A lot of people are saying, don't sleep are on you Jan. On Jan. Sleep are on Jan. you sleeping on I'm Jan? On Jan I'm yeah. on Jan Blahovic. There you go. I think Jan Blahovic can hurt him. I didn't want to have to deduct 60 fight. points from you. I'm glad you took Jan. That's good. Um, I keep, just think, keep fading Izzy, baby. It works for me. Keep fading him. If whether like whether Jan Blachowicz wins or loses, like if anyone deserves this fight, it's him. Like the dude's had a hell of a career. He's Wrong. almost forty. Who, he's, who he's not. A, he's not even the champion. He shouldn't even be champion. John Jones gave him the belt. He shouldn't well, even be champion. 
if you think about that, then then Dominic Reyes beat John Jones, and he not. Wow, man, he didn't. So, hey, that's what you're thinking, hey, he like, didn't. No, he, he, didn't, he didn't beat John Jones. Like this is this is literally like a fucking a gift, right? Like he beat Reyes. Yeah, that's great, but that's that wasn't really for the belt. No one's beating John Jones. I mean, it's the same thing with if when Khabib goes, right? Like if he ever comes back, never comes back. Is somebody ever going to be really the fifty-five pound champion when they can't touch him? No. And that's how I feel about Jan. I think Jan started his career two and four and then had this resurgence knocking out 85ers and he got put in the right place at the right time. He was consistent. He kept, he kept winning. Um, but no, I don't think he deserves this fight at all. I think Izzy's gifting him one here. All right. You pick Jan Timbo. Who do you like? I mean, I already know who you like, man. Yeah, I, I, I'm going, shit. I'm going at the end. Cause I got a whole fucking sermon. I want to go. I don't have much to say, man. I, I, I just, I think people are overhyping Izzy. Okay. Um, I think people are under hyping Jan. Okay. Um, that sounds like a dog pick to me. It is, man. It's a dog pick, and I've been teetering <laughs> back and forth on this one. But uh, end of the day, like, e- even if we're talking about wins and losses, just straight up, you know, I'm yeah. not impressed. You know, I- I'm much more impressed with Jan's wins, and with this being a light heavyweight fight, I'm uh, certainly more impressed with his wins than I am with Izzy's. Um. I don't think Jan's going to go out. We got five rounds, and I don't think Jan's going to go out there and piddle paddle and play fucking patty cake with him like uh, uh, Romero did. Um, And Costa. Who you you picked as well and got slept. Who? You you picked Costa and got slept. He did not. I did. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, 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 yeah. Still the champ though. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I'm not saying that. I'm not saying that. I'm I'm saying. I might be wrong here too, but I really don't. I think uh, I think Izzy may be taking him lightly, and he's talking okay. all this shit about coming in at 193, bro. You better not do that shit. <laughs> You're getting taken down. You know what I think he might do? I think he might cut weight to 193, if that makes sense. He said he's in an he interview he's doing everything the same to get mentally, like so he's eating the same diet. He's not going crazy. He's cutting weight with his teammates. He's getting in the sauna. So that's why he said the 193 thing. Like I'm not coming at 193. He's like, he's like, I'm not gonna crazy and go to 185. I'm keeping everything the same because so my body knows it's fight time. He Which, can't fight at 185, or he won't be eligible for the title. Well, you can fight at 186. Yeah. Yeah, I'm going with the on man. Taking the dog. Ah, thank gosh. All just, right. Here it is. He's boys. so happy. Here it is. <laughs> I am ecstatic here. Listen. There's there's not many fighters that come along like Izzy Adesanya. Izzy Adesanya, this world legend kickboxer, who's really only lost to one guy twice, right? Alex Pereira, who's unbelievable. He went up in heavyweight. He went at uh, kickboxing. Went up to one uh, two hundred five, won the title up there. Went up to heavyweight, won the title up there. Now, how good were those competitions? I don't know. I don't know much about kickboxing, but he's done this in the past. You guys faded him. You faded him against Costa. Costa did nothing. When you get in there, there's a boogeyman element to Adesanya. He's bigger than people give him credit for. He's faster. His feints throw people off. And he's powerful. He's he's that John Jones skinny strong. A lot of people, when they lock up with Jones, are like, what the fuck is this? Like, this guy's skinny. Why is he so strong? You got that leverage on him. Now, I'm not comparing Izzy to John Jones. John Jones has a great wrestling background. But that's what I'm saying. I think Jan Blachowicz is the bigger guy, wider guy. He's not taller. But he's going to try to press Izzy against the cage. I think he's going to find out pretty quick that it's not going to be that easy. That easy. Um, Izzy's going to be pretty strong in there, similar to what Anderson Silva was in the clinch. He's not a skinny guy that was really strong in the clinch. Izzy's going to dictate this fight. It's in the 25 octagon. That's the only thing that concerns me. Other than that, Izzy's going to kick his legs. He's going to calf kick him. He's going to be so much faster than Jan. Jan plots forward with giant, big punches that 
I can see coming. And he ran into that against Tiago Santos. He's cleaned it up. But look at his record. Luke Rockhold. The guy, great. He knocked out Luke Rockhold in a close fight. Right? He didn't win that first round. Jock Ray Sosa. He finished him in the first round. He finished him in the second round. Dude, he hit him with a head kick and fucking laced him. At Sin- the first finished round. him in the second round. Luke clinched him up the entire fight. Rewatch the fight. Jock Ray Sosa, who's 40. Great. Corey Anderson, he knocked out. Not in the company anymore. Dominic Reyes, who probably might not win another fight at 205 because Yuri Prohaska is going to fucking send him home. I'm not impressed with uh, Jan Blachowicz's record at all. You look back, and he's got some. He's fought some guys at 205. He's got some decent wins. He's also got some ugly losses. Alexander Gustafsson's fight. I watched that fight over and over again. Another tall, lanky striker. Jan Blachowicz just could not find the distance. He could not find his range. And that was a while ago, but Jan's got that one big power shot. That's all he's got. He's so slow-footed. He's so slow in his hands that Izzy's just going to read him coming. Izzy's one of the smartest fighters, kickboxers, anything in the game. The biggest question mark that you see is, oh, well, Jan's good on the ground. He's a black butt. He is. He submits guys. Submitted with Devin Clark. He submitted Nikita Krylov, which is a big feather in his cap. Nikita Krylov, tough, durable vet. I just don't see that happening. I don't see him being able to really get Izzy and control him. I think Izzy's cardio is good enough. If he does get taken down to get back to his feet, there's a big question mark with Izzy. This is almost like everyone loves Izzy out of striking. But what about if it goes to the ground? Because no one's seen it. Similar to Connor versus Nate, right? Everyone's like, Connor, well, he's the best. He gets on the ground. Nate gets tapped in like three seconds. Obviously, Jan Blachowicz isn't that crazy of a ground game, but I, I like Izzy here big. I like him big. I hope people keep fading him. I think he dominates the decision is what I, was, was probably where I'm going to put my money at. And if not, I think he finishes him with something. I think a head kick's coming. I think he's just too fast, too good. He can dictate wherever this fight wants to be. He can dictate if he wants to fight close and get hit. He can dictate if he wants to stay out. He's just too good. He, that's what he is. He's just too fucking good. Jan Blahovich got gifted a belt. He has power and toughness. That's it. He's got a great chin, and he's got toughness, and his cardio is not bad. Other than that, I think he's a very average fighter who's going to get fucking Molly Wap 50-45, if not a stoppage. All right, so that's it. We gotta do. We gotta do props here. We gotta do some uh, some lock them up, some pick Let's do it. Just De- to comment on that on the Izzy. Go ahead, bud. I think this is gonna look a lot like when Max took his ass up. It's a lightweight. Okay. Izzy don't like power, dude. He is not. He doesn't. Who, not like, who likes hit. power though? You keep saying that. What fighters like? Oh, you know what? I'm gonna stay Joseph here. Gucci? I'm gonna stay. Yeah, well, that really worked out for him. I'm gonna stay here with fucking uh, uh, Joel Romero, and I'm gonna exchange with them. And, and those guys you just named are high-level kickboxers like it is our son. Until they get kickboxing belts, then we can talk about striking. No one likes power. Izzy's a smart fighter. Why would he do that? I hope this fight's boring as shit. I hope you guys boo the TV. Throw shit at the TV. Izzy's 50-45 and just fucking throws one punch and just calf kicks the whole fight. Smart. Keep that strap. Get the double strap. Jan, we're talking Jan Blahovic. Remember, this weekend, remember when Jan Blahovic called out John Jones and everyone laughed at him? Remember that he was in the cage? He's like, I'm next, I'm next. And everyone's like, who the fuck's this guy? No one cares about him. And they give him the belt because there's no one else at 205. John Jones goes, you, question, you know what? You I gotta go. What? So how do you think a fight with Glover Teixeira and Israel Adesanya looks. I Same. think that's a bad fight for him. I think it's a bad fight for Glover Teixeira. Glover Teixeira gets hurt every fight. Israel Adesanya finishes the show. He gets clipped every fight. Glover Teixeira's chin is not the same. We, we're you're banking on the fact that Israel Adesanya has no takedown defense, right? We don't, we don't know, right? And I'm banking on the fact that he does because of the camp he trains with and the fact that we've seen him. People try to take him down and unsuccessfully. Uh, Glover doesn't have the best wrestling. He's just strong. He's that old man strength, but. He's 
gonna get hurt if and he's the backup. So I kind of hope it happens. I hope Jan backs out. No, because he won't be champ champ. I want to be champ champ. All right, we got to get to more locks. Tim, you're the champ, so you get your pick. You want your underdog pick, your mortal lock pick, or your send him home pick. Hold on, let me look real quick. Let me check out the card one more time. Apologies. No, that's how I got to do it. I'm going to also do it now, too. All right. right. Well, then let me go. I got all mine locked in, but let me get mine out of the way. No, 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 no. Hold on. So, what? Give me your bet because, you know, you you, got to give me your bet. You want your mortal, your under, your send them home. I want my underdog of the night. Okay. Who you got, Bub? Dominic Cruz. Dominic Cruz, dog locker. I like that. All right. Dev, who's your underdog lock? Ooh. Oh. It's tough. Um, God, I'm stuck between Kyler Phillips and Jan Blahovich. Um Yo, Jan, man, what are you talking about? Give me Kyler. Kyler Phillips. Oh, that shit coming. Yeah, he ain't gonna he ain't gonna put his money where his mouth is with that. Underdog lock for Dev Kyler Phillips. All right, my underdog Justin lock. Justin was my underdog lock. My underdog lock. Well, different animal here, babe. Minor dog lock. Um, ooh, 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 ooh. There's some options here. Um, give me, uh, give me Joe B. Give me Joe B. Underdog lock. I like that. I like Joe B. I'm rocking Joe B. You guys kind of took the two I really liked as well. Um, I like Joe B. Against that deaf son of a bitch. All right, uh, <laughs> Dev. Give me who do you want? You get to pick your mortal or send them home. Since you you beat me last time, you get to go second. What do you want? Can we all agree to just not pick Amanda Nunes for this? Yes. Well, that's your fucking move, dude. That's what you do, and I'm not agreeing to shit. Go ahead. <laughs> this guy's picking Amanda. That's soft. What do you want? Do you want your send them home? Or do you want your mortal lock? You get to pick. Oh. Give me my mortal lock as Islam Mahashev. <laughs> That's the easiest thing I ever. I predicted that shit. All right. Uh, my mortal lock. No fucking surprise. Israel Adesanya. <laughs> Devin, you do realize if Islam loses, you get negative one. So uh, just keeping that out there. Already written it down, so you can't change it. Timbo, we need a, we need a, we need a mortal lock from you, bud. Who you got? Who's your best bet? Who's the guy that Timbo's? Give me that fucking dude, huh? The best bet, best bet, best baby. I mean, I don't want to take Nunez. I mean, that's that's pussy. Yeah, don't don't take Nunez. You lose like you'll lose like three points. Yeah, you'll lose a lot of points. She ain't gonna lose though. That's the point of the mortal lock. She can slip, bro. She can slip on a banana peel in there, blow her whole leg up. She could do that and still win. Probably. Um, (laughs) So. That's how you. That's how you lose your title, bub. I apologize. So as far as you know, if you go, it's been a while since the champ's been on here. Right. If you go mortal lock and go Nunez and she loses, that's how you lose your title. No, no, I'm not. uh, I'm not going Nunez. That's pussy. I really want to. Mortal lock can be anything, bud. You could. um, Fifteen minutes on Izzy. Is there how many points do you get for the mortal lock opposed to the just one uh, dog of the night? Dog of the night. Everything. Everything extra is just one. So if you get a dog of the night and it's like a two to one dog, you'll get those two points plus the extra one. So the lock, the send them home, and the underdog lock, they're all just extra one points. So you can pick anybody you want. Anybody's well, obviously that you pick. You can't pick a guy that I pick. You can't yeah. I mean you can't pick Izzy. Sorry, bro. Give me uh Mortal Lock. Give me Peter Yan. Petra Yan, Mortal Lock. That's a good Mortal Lock. 
Low point value there because um, he's so low. Okay. My send him home. It was tough, but I really think this guy's going to get it done. Mario Bautista. I think he's destroying Chevin Jones. Uh, that's my motor lock. Uh, or excuse me, send him home. Mario Bautista. Send him home. Uh, let's go, Timbo. Who do you got? Tiago. Tiago Santos. This fucking I guy. Win. <laughs> all your fucking it's so funny I'm, you know i'm writing on the paper and all your guys is locks and send them homes and shit are all on the fucking sides of a mess all right dev send them home who you got i know who you should pick but i'm not gonna help you out he was it, he was my he was my he was my backup my send them home all right i'm gonna have you down for soza and then uh we'll no, wrap up the show no. I'm just torn between Medich and Brady. Give me Brady by sub. That's that. That's who my was. It was between two guys. I think Brady's going to catch him. All right. There it is. There it is. Christian asked before we go, let's do a little chat here. Christian said 15 units on Izzy Bry. So I've teased 10 units, right? Um, that's a thousand bucks, hundred dollar unit bet. I even teased to my buddy, 50 units, 5k on Izzy. He's another Izzy guy. I was flirting with it. Um, I, 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 I'll tell you now, it's not going to be 50 units. Um, I, I do have a lot of money on FanDuel, which, and then I'm also going to play DraftKings as well. But uh, yeah, I don't know. I don't know. A lot of money this weekend. I, it was funny is I want to, like, on a really good card like this, I get carried away. I want to bet on every fight, but every fight I shouldn't bet on because it's not a really smart strategy. I'm definitely going to buy bet on all the title fights besides Nunes because that's just a waste of money. Um, I'll have my slime ball ready for tomorrow. Um, I, 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 all week I've been feeling just going heavy on Petra Jan because he's such a low number and I, I think that's a criminal. So there's a lot out there. There's a lot of money to be made this weekend. I need a bigger monitor, boys. I need a 49 incher. You know, I need, I need something to wrap around me and fucking, you can just see this moon pie face of mine better. I just, that's what I need, guys. <laughs> I need this. Um, so I'm going heavy. I'm definitely going to bet probably 15 to 20 units in whole this weekend for sure, without question. But on is it, it's Adesanya. If I had a bigger bankroll, I would, uh, without blinking, because I am that confident. But I don't know. I do want to spread my money out a little bit. All right. Any last words, boys? Thank you for doing this. Um, as hey. always, I think I'm going to be the champion. My belt is off camera. It's right there. Devin, has your belt came in yet? It has not come in has yet. Has not come in yet? Okay. Hey. So, well, you ordered last weekend, so that makes sense. Yeah. All right. Be, it should be here by Saturday, I think. Saturday? So. Okay, good, good. Timbo's the champ. I Tim. want it. I want it. All right, we're we're getting, doing the prop backs and uh, DFS tomorrow night. Tomorrow night, tune in. Same place, same time. Well, I maybe not same time. We had nine o'clock. Uh, DFS and, and prop bets tomorrow night. I'll give you my slime ball that hit last week. My slime ball. The slime hey, is hey, here. Hey, hey. Ghostbusters. Yeah, that's right, baby. All right, thank you guys. We'll see you. See yes. you, brothers. Peace. Hey, pal, do me a favor. Get her down off there. What do you say? Woo! I say let her dance. Escort this gentleman to the door. Do you see that shit? Who is it?
he's good. He's real good. The name is Dalton.